Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us the EPE. Today's episode is going to be a little tight, a little action-packed. Episode 197, we'll be getting into the head-to-head review that we conveniently seem to, to miss every week. We'll touch on pop culture pick top five fictional events you'd uh, like to witness in real life. Uh, the UCL semifinals is our main topic, and then we'll touch lightly on the NBA and N- NHL update. And then uh, we'll also discuss – actually, we're going to start right here. I'm going to be a little selfish today, boys. Let's fucking go! The Chicago Blackhawks have been awarded the number one overall pick in the NHL draft lottery, securing the rights to a once in a generation 17 year old with 143 points in the Western Hockey League, 71 goals, 72 assists. And I already said he's 17. I am more than ecstatic. Do you have the rest of the draft order pulled up, Eric? No, I will. All right, so uh, number two was the Anaheim Ducks, uh, who had the odds-on best uh, odds to get the number one overall pick. Columbus Blue Jackets came in at number three. Their luck continues to not be favorable in the NHL draft. Not that Nick and I are upset about it. And the San Jose Sharks round out the top four. I believe the rest of the 16 picks announced were all chalk. So it finished in the order that it was. This is only the second time in Chicago Blackhawk history that we'll be picking number one overall. The last time we had this luxury was in 2007 after many, 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 many years of sucking. Uh, We secured Patrick Kane, who is now arguably, if not the best Chicago Blackhawk in Blackhawks history. And uh, we're hoping for the same kind of bounce back here um let me know when you got that e secondly before we get into the nba i just want to say i saw one of the best basketball games i've ever seen not ever well yeah ever in the at least the last decade the suns versus nuggets game on sunday was absolutely outrageous devin booker uh ends up getting all the pub because he got the w but nikola Jokic. Uh, completely dominated that game. And and in a game where the Suns bench had 40 points, kept them in it, and it's actually pretty shocking. Oh, here we go. EPE to the rescue. All right, you want to break it, break it down for us, Eric? Uh, yeah, so Jermaine already went over the top. What, you went over the first four? So Chicago 1, Anaheim 2, uh, Columbus 3, San Jose 4. Um, from what I was reading, it did kind of all go chalk from there, like you said. Uh, fifth is going to be Montreal. Sixth is the Arizona Coyotes. Uh, seventh, middle of the pack, Philadelphia Flyers. Eighth, the <laughs> Capitals. Uh, ninth, the Detroit Red Wings. Red Wings. Tenth, the St. Louis Blues. Eleventh, Vancouver Canucks. Twelfth, the Arizona Coyotes via the Ottawa Senators. Um, so they're picking what twice in the top four or top twelve? That's dope. Uh, 13 yep. Buffalo Sabres, 14 Pittsburgh Penguins, 15 Nashville Predators, and 16 the underwhelming Calgary Flames. That is accurate. Let's go ahead and stun Nick with a question here. Any thoughts, Nick? Yeah, I mean, Calgary did not expect to be in this position that they are in, huh? 
No, they did not. They were they're supposed to be playing uh some pretty long hockey here. Thanks for getting those odds, Eric. I mean, like or, here's the thing. We knew, you know, Gary Bettman is nothing if not a man who knows how to cultivate his NHL markets. And he just knew you couldn't have a generational talent like Connor Bedard going to, to Columbus. So I thank him for that. <laughs> Uh, it's only fitting that he came to Chicago. Now, I don't want to catch, count my chickens too soon, but I'm at least at the minimum maximum excited. <laughs> at the minimum. All right. So now that I've taken over the first uh, five minutes of this podcast and made it all about me, pretty on brand, um, we're going to go ahead and check in. How are you doing this evening, Nick? I'm doing good. Uh, Kentucky Derby uh, this weekend was a movie. Uh, oh, tell me that's a saying now. It is, yeah. I fucking hate DC. <laughs> no, it's, I don't think it's DC. I just think it's it's white uh, girls. It's jet. Well, yeah, white white Gen Z girls. White white Gen Z girls. Oh, it is DC. Okay, I've 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 uh, consulted my third party source, and they have informed me that it is indeed DC. Ugh, scumbags. It was a movie. Uh, in in DC, they in DC they love to complain about corruption while they fucking bask in their riches. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, go ahead. What was not a, so great time? So you stayed on the infield, uh, did everything uh, that you're supposed to do at the Kentucky Derby. So had some mint juleps, uh, had some drinks, dressed up, wore a bow tie. Uh, executive producer of Nevada wear, wore a fetching pineapple suit. Stole the show. Stole the show. He was best dressed. It was short sleeves with shorts. It was amazing. Uh, unfortunately, we got there uh, a little late. Uh, so only got to bet on, and the betting lines were crazy, man. So definitely if you go to the Kentucky Derby, I recommend that they have a digital app that you can uh, that you can download and you can bet on that digital platform. I wanted to do it old school, so I took out cash and, and bet cash at the betting windows. But we probably sat in the betting window. We probably sat in the betting line for like an hour and a half um, mm. and missed and missed two races. That's because you showed up late though, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we sat on in the infield. It was a great time near the, near the end of the Derby. So the Derby is, is the 12th out of 14 races. Um, and obviously the biggest one happens at like 7 PM. So got to the infield, had some drinks, had some food, had a, had a really good time. Good time, third-party source. Good time, says third-party source. The the lady the ladies got to dress up. I mean, it's it, it's a very, uh, I would say, eclectic mix. So I mean, like you you would have I would have thought like Churchill Downs, like the Twin Spires. I would have thought that like every like I, I was almost having a little bit of imposter syndrome because I was like, man, I, I don't know. Like like obviously I was dressed. You know, I was wearing a nice Michael Kors suit. I was wearing a nice bow tie. Uh, I should have had on some like pastel, uh, some more light colored shoes. I decided to go with the, the black shoes. Uh, they were slip-ons, of course, nice silver buckle. Uh, but I kind of had a little bit of imposter syndrome. I, I was kind of like, oh, man, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to fit in. Uh, I should have dropped that. I should have known. I mean, there were there were people in like tuxedo T-shirts. Uh, there were just people in like wacky outfits. So it, it's, White trash bash, baby, oh, tuxedo yeah, T-shirts. Was, it was such an eclectic group of like the richest people who have never known not 
just richness and like white trash people who are just there to like bet all their money on the horses. But it's fun. Uh, what wasn't fun about the Derby is apparently seven horses, uh, seven horses died during the week. Uh, a trainer got suspended. A couple more got scratched. I mean, if you listen to our show, I know my my favorite to win. Uh, I think all of my in the money horses and then my long shot horse all got scratched uh, days before d- days before the Derby, uh, and then Forte, the favorite, got scratched morning of. So it, it you know, it, it actually made for a pretty good Derby because then you you know you, you didn't really know you, you didn't really know who to bet and you knew you were gonna. It, it was it was kind of fun because betting on the betting on the favorite was maybe not the not the way to go. And you knew that there was going to be some, you were going to get some sort of value at like a, you know, a 10, a, a 10 to a 30 to one because all the good horses had dropped out. Yeah, I think I agree with that. How are you doing this evening, Eric? Uh, doing good. Uh, stressed over the weekend. Didn't enjoy myself like Nick got to because the Sixers love to blow 20 point leads, but survived. So we're all good. <laughs> He's still stressing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> They're not even playing tonight. <laughs> All right, let's go. Ahead. <laughs> what? In my heart, they're playing. <laughs> yeah, but why would you want them to play? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get into head-to-head here. Ooh, there's a lot of red in my ledger. I had that. Eric jinxed me. He talked about the streak, and now I can't pick a win to save my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Eric. All right, so last week was week 17 of the 2023 head-to-head. Uh, I'm just going to go in order here. Uh, so Jermaine finished the week 0-3, bringing him to two wins in his last 10, it looks like. Uh, sitting at 19 <clears throat> wins, 26 losses, and he's down 7.7 units. So he's got some work to do to turn that around. Never bet on Anthony Davis. Um, just he missed it. Doesn't it. Pan out. Okay. Uh, so Eric just triggered me. He's absolutely <laughs> right. Anthony Davis missed the rebounds and assists by point fucking five, and it's because they dominated the Warriors so bad. He didn't play the entire fourth quarter. Uh, the very next bet, it was an awesome parlay of Suhudo and Muhammad uh, Bilal Muhammad. I should have went Aljamain Sterling. I discredited the man probably because I dislike him, and I just think Suhudo is good. Uh, but got a split decision there. Lost the parlay that had an awesome 303 odds. It was it was 303, just like the podcast. I felt destiny in my in my calling. And then Liverpool, fuck Liverpool. I'm so sick of this team. How do you only score one goal against Brentford at home? Because they suck. That's it. I'm I'm off my soapbox. Fuck Liverpool. Fuck Chelsea. Fuck Manchester United. Fuck Bayern. City's getting another fucking treble or their first <laughs> treble. But anyways, I'm going to go cry. <laughs> All, right. All right. So for week 17, Nick went one and two. Uh, he did bet in head-to-head two fills in the money, but for some reason he didn't back it up in real life. But it Dude, so, I, so so not so you're just triggering everyone on this podcast. <laughs> Listen, I I, the, I I submitted my head-to-head picks the morning of the derby, Saturday morning. <laughs> right, no, Saturday morning I put these in, and I bet tap it trice. I, I I bet it 
tap it twice, and I bet verify. But for some reason, I was like, I don't need to bet two fills. And then walking to the Derby, some lady with about as much teeth as our entire four-person group asked me who to bet on. And I was like, Mage is looking like a pretty good horse. I got asked that two more times on the walk, and I said, Mage is looking like a pretty good horse. Did I bet Mage? Did I have a ticket with Mage? No. Who won? Mage. <laughs> ask, ask me next where two fills finished. Where did two fills finish? In the money. Did you bet that though? No. You I had that. You have it right In here. Horse racing, you never want to see your horse jump out to an early lead. And then the NC State of Horses verifying lost it. He finished 15th. Led for 80% of the race, finished 15th. My God. It's like my sex game starts off strong. We just can't finish. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go ahead, Eric. Don't let it linger. <laughs> no, that just that just that just cracked me up. Like anyway. I come out the gate hot, but I just can't finish. Uh anyway, uh so Nicholas is sitting at 19 wins, 25 losses, and one draw. Uh he's hit some pretty big um He's had some uh, some pretty big odd winners, so he is sitting at plus three point six units. Uh, moving into me, uh, Thank I went you, strictly. John Rom. <laughs> I went. That is true. John Rom is the reason. Uh, so I went strictly basketball. Um, I thought Golden State was going to win. They did not. Uh, Philly pulled it out for me, and then Denver. I thought this series was going to be a beatdown, but it's apparently not. Uh, so I'm sitting at twenty twenty five, and I'm down three and a half units. And then our other executive producer uh, for week 17 went one and two, or uh, yeah, one and two, um, sitting at 19, 22, and one draw, uh, down 1.2 units. So Nick has the best units. Who has the best record? Is it still Nevada? Uh, or so is Nevada's it 19, 22, and one. Yeah, I'd say Nevada. Yeah, but he also has less picks, right? But you have yeah, five. he has three. He, he has three less picks than us because he started uh, after three weeks. And you're down five. Yeah, so it's still Nevada. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Many nice. It was, it, it was fun being at the Derby and watching Angel Vampire because Angel Vampire made it. It was too late, but he made a run, and and got the got the heartbeat. So or got the heart pounding. So Nevada and I bet on four races at the Derby. The What's two it? races that we picked no horses the same, we both lost. Think about that. The two races where we picked the same horses, we won. How do you swing that? How do you swing that to have – so that means you guys had at least eight horses total, right? Yeah. I'm assuming that's around what you put down. Uh, yeah, I, I, and, I think in those races, yeah, we, we had at least six. At least six, right? Six to six to eight, somewhere in that ballpark. And so you had what is that? That's that's 30 percent of the field, um, uh, almost right. So it's 20, 20 horses. So it's about what else? So, so these races were races with twelve races with less. So I think oh. these were races with like twelve to fourteen horses. So you had 40 plus percent of the field and <laughs> none of you guessed. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, like, like, like I said in the Instagram caption, 
I'm a magician, man. Turn $500 into $200 like that. Dis- disclaimer, uh, podcast motto still applies. Fade us. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what I did, man. I, I got up to the betting window. I was annoyed that I that I I was annoyed that I was there late. I was annoyed that I couldn't I, I couldn't do any sort of like analytical technique. I, I didn't have a pen, so I couldn't circle the the met the metrics that I cared about. I was felt like I was betting by the seat of my pants when I really just should have listened to myself. A classic, right? Yeah, but that's what doesn't make any sense. And that's where I'm missing the disconnect is you were already prepared. <laughs> we right. did a whole podcast where we discussed it. Right. So you you were set. You were ready to go. You knew the horses. You knew the Puerto Rican jockeys was the way to go. You know what? You know what is actually a crazy thing that I didn't realize. These jockeys race all day. All fourteen races are raced by the same twenty 30, jockeys. I, I think it's a little more than that. I, because right, they have but, that 20 is the main race. They have a few on standby. So probably about 30. But still. Right, so Nevada, Nevada and I were like, oh, this jockey's really good. Like he has this win percentage. And then we we're like, oh, wait, there he is again. Oh, oh wait, there he is again. We're like, oh, you can't bet jockey win percentage because they're in like every race. You have to bet horse win percentage. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't know that Puerto Rico was such a hotbed for for jockeys. I, I I didn't know that being an equestrian in Puerto Rico was the hotness, bro. But that's tight as hell. Short kings, short Puerto Rican kings, I guess. Whoa, I'm pretty tall, bro. Eighteen <laughs> jockeys. Wow, only eighteen. Eighteen Puerto Rican jockeys or eighteen total at the, at the whole derby. How did you horse total. race without a jockey? I just yeah, it says twenty. Let me see here. Twenty horses for the Derby, Eric. Hold on, let me <laughs> tell you what. The dude was standing on two horses riding those bitches. <laughs> well, there's a reason Juan didn't win. He was riding three horses. <laughs> oh uh, by, man! Uh, by the way, uh, now I'm not going to make any connections because we're an international podcast, of course. I'm just saying that the American uh, trainers with their American horses uh, had their stable hands with hats with the horse's name on it, maybe a polo, some slacks. Uh, The Japanese horses were being walked out by two suited and booted men in black ties. So I'm not going to make any connections as to the uh, owners of the Japanese horses. but Yakuza! It looked like some sort of multinational conglomerate that owned the Japanese racehorses. <laughs> but overall, Guys, are you I mean, sure? Like really, like, like really fun. I, I recommend it. I you know looking at maybe going to so there, uh, to Preakness, but it's fun. There was twenty horses initially slotted, but with all the deaths and the pullouts, maybe eighteen only raced. That's what I was gonna say because I have I, I have it here. It's it's. It's eighteen. No, they raised all twenty. I'm I'm counting it, and it shows their finishing position and their opening line odds. It shows their post position. I don't know. It just shows me eighteen here, like, and it's it's on. Maybe DraftKings. maybe there were only eight. Well, dude, we can't trust DraftKings. Bring back well, that five would make guys. sense. That would make sense, right? <laughs> so so Forte, uh, practical move, continue our dropped out. 
And they had three on standby. Right. They had three on standby. And I think they lost two more. So that would make sense. Damn, they lost two more. Yeah. So it was crazy. I had day of, I was just like, oh, yeah, four horses died leading into it. And then Eric was like, well, actually, seven horses died. I was just like, yo, what happened from when they opened the investigation to when we got to the race that three more horses died? Yeah. Bro, That's do you crazy. how much do you guys think jockeys make? How much do you think the winning jockey of the Kentucky Kentucky Derby makes? Kentucky Derby, <laughs> uh, sixty thousand. Yeah, That's a little more than that. So it's one hundred eighty-six thousand, but they tip twenty-five percent to their agent and five percent to the valet who prepared the gear. So they thirty percent of one hundred eighty-six thousand. Gotta be a jockey 000. agent. Twenty-five <laughs> percent. You know what NFL agents get? Like three like percent, like yeah. three. If you're an elite agent, like uh, what's his yeah. name, Boras, you're probably gonna get five percent. Maybe uh, well, I mean, he's probably taking three because he's getting friggin'. Yeah, but no, I mean, you're getting three no, percent of of even at a, on a lower end, like an eight million dollar contract. Like this is twenty five percent of one hundred eighty six thousand. Like, yeah, nobody's nobody's disagreeing with you. <laughs> we understand why the percentage is low. Make but. that one commission, dude. We're good. Twenty-five <laughs> percent is still pretty good money, and you don't even have to do anything. You just have to pick a horse and a dude. I'm just gonna uh, fly to Puerto Rico and start telling people they want to ride horses and get rich doing it. <laughs> you have zero horses. <laughs> no, not for me. I'm Yo, agent. So, I put people together. I was gonna save this for the rabbit hole, but look this up for me, Eric. Um, how much? does horse sperm cost like qu- quality horse sperm i think it's like 4.8 million oh yeah and dude, then this after is a- that google where to buy sperm horse sperm my area uh 4.7 <laughs> million horse sperm can kill a human man 4.7 million for the sperm hold on, right I, hold on. let me just read the, the the headline here go ahead go ahead oh dude you gotta pay for this fuck you Business Insider. Anyway, the Damn business uh, it says horse semen is one of the most expensive liquids on the planet. A gallon of gold medal winning Big Star semen is worth four point seven million. <laughs> I don't feel like how we much, needed that many. How adjectives. much do horses? <laughs> the the descriptors were amazing. <laughs> That's like a Chinese restaurant in like a strip mall. It's Level like those menu one happy super happy Chinese. It's those menus that pay you per word. Right. <laughs> My God, dude, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so I had looked this up. I don't know why I looked this up. I think I might have saw a video or some shit. And I was just like, 4.8 million for some horse sperm? Eric, Google the video, how they get horse sperm. Dude, listen, I was wondering like, okay, 4.7 million for a gallon. So I Googled... And it took me a couple. I was like, "How much? How much does, dude? On average, about eight point four ounces per fucking uh, ejaculation. Eight point four ounces. Yeah. And what? Sixty four ounces in a gallon. So it's about eight loads that you're getting. Yeah. Well, about seven loads. But horses well, can actually only ejaculate about every two to three six days. Months. So it's like a process. Sixty four ounces is a gallon. They produce four ounces. Every I, time. Heard eight, I heard 8.4. Eight, 8.4 ounces every time. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's like, what... That's a glass... 
That's a that's glass, a glass of, of water. Oh my god! Dude. Sorry, lady horse. Yo, we should make a bet where the loser has to get cummed on by a horse, dude. Nah, nah, I'm out. I'm out of. I don't care if I know 100. I can win the bet. I'm not risking any of that. Oh but yeah, aren't you? Don't you have like? Aren't you the captain of like the worst bet in history? Yeah, but at least I wasn't covered in horse semen. I mean, it's pretty comparable. Gout and horse semen are basically the same thing. <laughs> yeah, then. that's funny. All right, let's move into let's move into this goddamn pop culture pickem. God damn it, uh, dude! How, I, how, did my, get, how did we get how did we get sidetracked my, here? My whole goal has been to pop Eric because he was grumpy to start the episode. I've got him a few times now. I'm not grumpy though. I'm just tired, bro. All right, let's move into the pop culture so we can keep this show rolling. Um, so today's top five fictional events you'd like to witness in real life: um, movies, books you've read cartoons it doesn't matter it's a fictional event and you wish you could witness it in real life uh today's order is me number one nick number two and jermaine will close us out with the third pick um for number one i want to see i wish i would have been there live to see the submarine uh chase thing in the fast and the furious 10 or whatever it was yeah. that would have been epic that's a good one uh all right so my first pick is you had to be there when amateur golfer Happy Gilmore took on Shooter McGavin the final round of the Tour Championship. It's to get the green jacket, <laughs> right? And it, I mean that's shoot, Shooter was the was the odds on favorite. That's much watched golf TV. So if, if that's if that's happening in real life, you've been following the story. Are you putting money on on Happy Gilmore? Absolutely. In a playoff, yeah. In the value, absolutely. You probably got dude. As soon as that, as soon as the TV tower falls, all these stupid sports books are voiding my bets. That's true. But Happy do be winning on bullshit, so I might call like a TV tower falling. Really, really, you know, really win that money. So we're going fictional events that I'd like to be there for, huh? Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Uh, let's see. I want to be there when... Oh, I want to be the captain of a battleship in the movie Battleship. The one that dies, though? Yeah, why not? Because <laughs> I'll get a ship named after me and live on in infamy. Okay. So, so, so battleship. Yeah, I'm a I'm a captain of ship in battleship. I love that movie. If someone tells me it's not good, I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. So I want to be there as well when uh, when the president gives a speech in Independence Day mm. and just gives me the world's biggest boner, so I can fuck the world for 72 hours. Yeah. Uh I want to be there for that speech, and then I want to immediately get into a fighter jet to fucking fight That's the aliens. One, yeah. yeah. Um. So speaking of speaking of battles, I want to be there at the Battle of Hoth. Um. And I mean, I, li- listen, if they're going to offer betting odds, I'll take the Rebels too all day. <laughs> Adass, don't scare me. <laughs> Adass gonna get in that ass. Yep. For at least a little bit. My bet's going to be lost. I think my bet's going to be lost for a while. 
but For they'll sure. come back. You said the Battle of Hoth? Yes. Yeah. H-O-T-H. H-O-T-H. Like goth, but with an H. Right. Uh, just making sure, because I would have put like H-A-U-G-H and got yelled at, so. Um, all right, let's see here. <laughs> Sounds like a ping. <laughs> Man, I didn't think of this through, huh? Um, I would have liked to have been at the... Uh, at the uh, all Stars versus Monsters. Oh, uh, Michael good. Jordan versus uh, great you know, pick. The Monsters. Great, great pick. Great pick. Great wine too. Great, great selection there in the Malbec, JC. That was Eric. Old Shooter Eric McGavin himself. Old Shooter McGavin himself, dude. <laughs> um, and then, <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to think here. Um, I would have loved to witness the accident. Uh, in Talladega Nights, but not the actual accident, the one in training where he's running around thinking he's on fire. <laughs> that would have been absolutely hilarious to witness. No, that's at the that's at a race, isn't it? Yeah, but it's a fictional it's a fictional event. I mean, I, if I can't pick it because Talladega Nights is is it's a real race, and I can it's I'll move a on. Fictional movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> so no go on that one. Yeah, Talladega Nights is good. Uh, following no, up, that's Eric's, good. Yeah, for sure. Following up, Eric's Talladega Nights. Dude, Airbud? Imagine how crazy it would be to see a dog balling out. What are you talking about? I watch Jimmy Butler regularly. I'm watching him right now. A golden retriever. Oh, okay. Not a not a dog, but a not dog. A dog. <laughs> and then like and then like I'm I'm saying like Airbud, but like once Airbud like I, I want to see him like I'm gonna follow his story because once I mean isn't he on the football field too? And he's soccer, and he's baseball. They made one of every sport. Yeah, he does everything. The the, yeah, the yeah. He ball. he's he's a once in a generation talent. He really is. <laughs> so I want to. I'm actually gonna take another uh, space uh, themed event here. I want to be present as a sergeant of Rico's Rough Riders. When they capture the big brain alien to study him, uh, shout out Starship Starship Troopers, yeah, yeah. amazing, uh, fantastic movie. Yeah. Can always watch it. And then also, right. Do you want to live forever? I want to be uh, the chosen fighter in Mortal Kombat who has to d- defend our realm hmm. from Shao Kahn. Okay, very or good. Shang or Shang Sun or I'll pro- I'll fight Goro. Those are two fantastic <laughs> picks. Wait, so just a Mortal Kombat battle, like just any battle, or like? No, I want to be the warrior that represents Earth. So you just put Mortal Kombat, dog. Mortal Kombat, <laughs> Mortal Kombat number, yeah, Defender of Earth or some shit like that. Uh, I want to be there at the battle where we see for the first time dragons get used in Game of Thrones. I don't really want to choose a side necessarily. <laughs> but like imagine like you're sitting off to the side or you're sitting in the castle and you're like, what is that? And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> is that a dragon? You just happen to fucking be there. <laughs> yeah, you're like, holy shit. Or like imagine like you woke up late, like you missed your alarm, you're like running to the battlefield. 
Like, don't worry, guys. I'm coming to support the infantry. We can take on this cavalry. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's great, dude. That's great. All right. So my last two picks here. I'll go uh, the Avengers scene in New York when they all, you know, they do that. Wait, 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 wait. When in Endgame, where they say, where they finally say Avengers assemble, and then you go toe to toe with the Thanos's horde, or yeah, that's in, in New York, right? Because yeah. that's where the that's where the offices are. Yeah, it's like upstate New York, though. Oh, okay. Uh, what? Well, yeah, the one where Captain America picks up the goddamn hammer, like yeah, okay, that's what I, I just because yeah. there there's also the one in New York City where I oh, I can change. I'll just put Avengers Endgame battle. Yeah. I, we uh, we we both we both figured you meant the one with Cap grabbing the hammer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then for my last one, oh, man, this is tough. I have so many on my list. I don't know what to pick. Mm. Probably one of them. Yeah, I'd, I'd go with that one as well. <laughs> I hate you both so. Generally, much. not going to benefit anybody to pick something off the list. Uh, I wish I could uh, experience like the the Matrix, like the like being the one. I just get that's plugged great, in. That's a great pick. How was that not number one, Eric? Because <laughs> it was still available at number five. So uh, I know what my right. number five is. Fifth, fifth, and final pick. Uh, I'm going with a member of the crew of the Odyssey. So the voyage, the voyage of the Odyssey. I don't want to be the dude, but I also want to be the dude that dies, right? Are you talking about Odysseus? Yeah. Okay. I was like, yo, I hope I know what this is. All right, so I saved my best for last. I want to be a criminal with a kryptonite bullet and then a clip of regular bullets after that. And I want to be present for the Batman versus Superman fight where they both figure out their mother's name is Martha and they stop and right as they're both figuring it out they're both Martha it's it's kryptonite bullet to the dome of Superman and bullet to the dome of Ben Affleck Batman because that is god awful writing <laughs> and I gotta end that shit dog. well no you wouldn't be a criminal at that point you'd be a hero <laughs> I'd be the hero the world needed not the one they wanted <laughs> Oh man, I could not believe that was the script choice you made. I was just like, "Holy shit, this is flimsy." And then I'll go, and then I'll go take on Doomsday by myself, pimp, and pimp slap his ass around, bro. Pimp. <laughs> what you laughing at, Eric? <laughs> just I'm gonna kill Superman and Batman, and then I'm gonna go put fucking Doom in a fucking sleeper hold. Sleeper hole. You already knew, bro. Sleeper <laughs> hole, bro. The most feared move in pro sports, dog. Uh, honorable mention. I want to be there uh, in 2026. Uh, Madden 2012. 2012? 2014 Madden. The year was 2026. I want to see the Cleveland Browns finally overcome the hump. And by led by an excellent defense, by a by defensive battle, <laughs> win the Super Bowl. 
the D coordinator came to play the opposite of, of, of all rich Gannon. What was it's rich Gannon, right? Eric, the Eagles D coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, Jonathan, Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. I was like, rich Gannon rich was a quarterback, rich wasn't Gannon he? Was a quarterback, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was confused for a second. I was like, what? Oh my goodness. Yeah. That fucking Super Bowl versus the Cowboys. We denied the Cowboys another Super Bowl. <laughs> that was great, dude. It was fantastic. Suck my butt, Tony Romo. He wasn't ready for those blitz packages I was throwing at him. He didn't understand. He was just like, I've never seen this defense before. And I want to be there for every Huston Duff catch ever. Bro, elite, <laughs> Hall of Fame, a third round draft pick, steal. Huston Duff, bro. He had superstar traits as a wide receiver, Eric. We drafted him at... We drafted him at... Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Yeah. Is it, but it, it was that, like, the season that you guys ran or a career that you guys It ran was our whatever? dynasty. It was our dynasty, dynasty mode yeah. in, Mad- in Madden. What what Madden was it? It was old as fuck. I don't know. It, had, it didn't have Gronk on the cover. I, I thought it was Peyton Hillis you had. Was it Peyton Hillis? <laughs> I don't remember. Dude. I think it was Madden 16. It, it, it was old. No, it was older than that because we started playing in 17, 18. Because I, I think you had like 12 or 13. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We drafted a wide receiver. White boy, white boy six foot five wide receiver had four sub four four speed and was just eating on the outside yeah. bro and like you could, bro you could throw a ball up to him and he would high down. point high point bro how it did he fall to the third was he hanging around riley cooper or something no nah, he played for a small nah. school no nah, oh, he okay. fell third because he because he's white and a skill player but we <laughs> snatched him up Bro, we had some epic drafts in consecutive order, but could not win the next Super Bowl. We only got we only got like three seasons in, but we kept getting bounced by the Pittsburgh fucking Steelers, bro. Yeah, that was yeah, that was dude. Steelers on all Madden, no joke. Nick that was, was good good for eight interceptions a game. That was prime Big Ben and prime Troy and oh, all yeah. them, right? And Harrison and AB, and yeah, AB, Le'Veon Bell, yeah, we got fucking smoked. That was the three Bs, yeah. I mean, it made sense why we were getting smoked. And we, we had one year where we, like, we were dog shit our first two years. Like, that. <laughs> like, I think we had three. I think we went, like, three and 13 our first year playing all Madden. Like, it was bad. We were getting our asses whooped. We didn't have talent anywhere on the field. Like <laughs> our first game, we played the Green Bay Packers, and I think lost like sixty-two to three because it was my first time playing like all Madden. It was not good. And Nick was on offense, and, and instead of taking the seven-yard <laughs> completion, he he would roll out of the pocket with Josh fucking McCown. Dude, right? It's a Rex Grossman offense. <laughs> He run out people. with Josh McCown and sling it downfield, and I'm like, yo. It would always underthrow the wide receiver and get picked off, but <laughs> many a controller lost their life in that room 303. Oh, man. We got a Super Bowl, though. Shout out Spence for being the worst special teams <laughs> worst ever. Worst special teams ever. Could not count on a field goal. Nope. <laughs> if you were in field goal range, you could not count on it. Nope. All right, I agree back these lists, and we'll hop into our main topics for today. All right, so top five fictional events you'd like to witness in real life. I had the first pick. I went with uh, 
Fast and the Furious Submarine Chase, uh, Jordan versus the Monstars, uh, the Talladega Knights, uh, I'm on fire scene, Avengers Endgame Battle, and uh, The Matrix. Uh, Nick had second. He went uh, Happy Gomer versus Shooter in the final. Uh, Battle of Hoth, Air Bud, uh, he just wants to see a dog ball out. Game of Thrones, uh, the first dragon battle, and be a member on of the uh, Odyssey Voyage. Uh, Jermaine had third, captain a ship in the Battleship movie. That'd be lit. That movie was actually really good. Uh, Independence <laughs> Day, President's Speech, also a good movie. Uh, Sergeant of Rico's Rough Riders. Don't know what that is. Uh, Starship Troopers, Eric. Starship Troopers. Oh, Eric. Never saw that, dude. That's, that's one that slipped by me. You've never seen Starship Troopers and you're my roommate? No. Yeah. All right. Oh, as soon as we hang up, we're watching Jermaine, that movie right now. Jermaine, you have failed. You have failed him, bro. It's like one of the best movies from the nineties. Like that's crazy. Him. Was it I even the nineties? I don't think it was. It was um, the nineties. Come on now, dog. This my jam. I don't. <sighs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, he wants to be a defender of Earth in Mortal Kombat and <laughs> a criminal present for Batman versus Superman. More specifically, he wants to have uh, a kryptonite bullet loaded, followed by a regular bullet loaded, so that he can cap both Superman and Batman, and then go put Doom in a sleeper hold on his own. Yeah, bro. Look, they look. If there was any other riding for the reason they stopped fighting, other than them just being like, "Wait, your mom's Martha? Yeah, my mom's name's Martha. No, no, my mom's name's Martha. Did we just become best friends? That's the worst fucking story I've ever seen written, bro." That's so fucking wild. For it was like these people have been writing comic books for 60 to 70 years and they're devoid of creativity now that that was what they fucking came up with. Wow. <laughs> I wild. was blown away. I've never been so annoyed because I was like, this was your chance to strike. This was a brilliant choice to come out with. Batman versus Superman was a great choice and then fucking ruined it by making it a Lois Lane movie. Yep. She was in that movie way too much. <laughs> that has nothing to do with her as an actor because she's a fantastic or actress. She's a fantastic actress, and I thought she had a good Lois Lane, but fuck me. <laughs> it's called Batman and Superman. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Anyways, that's that's my soapbox on that movie. Let's get into the UCL semis. You ready, boys? See. Do you have the uh, odds? Anybody have the odds up? Yeah. I mean, what are we doing with this? I already picked Man City to win it all. Man City's winning it all. Yeah, that's that's pretty true, actually. But all right, so so we'll get into this, right? So welcome to the uh, UCL semifinals, right? So two games. Eric's got it pulled up in your screen. Real Madrid uh, will play Man City tomorrow at noon Eastern. And then on Wednesday, AC Milan will take on Inter Milan in a Champions League derby. So we'll start with Man, uh, Real Madrid and, Man and Manchester City. So uh, these teams have met. Uh, they met twice last year uh, with uh, Real winning uh, in, I think it was in... Real, hold on. Let me let me see this game real quick. Uh, do, 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 do. This uh, is yeah. the the first leg, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. This is yes. 
This is Got the first it. leg. So, so Real won there. Uh, they they played last year in the Champions League. Uh, Real won. Oh, it just it bounced me ahead. You mothers. Um, let me navigate back. What do you guys have on this game? Why? Why? have to jump ahead in this. I have to find, refine it. Erling Holland anytime goal scorer. <laughs> that's, been the, <laughs> that's been the bet that's been propelling you ahead. Yeah, so I'll take that. I really I I love this matchup because Real Madrid as as poorly as they have play in La Liga this season, they seem to be very good in every other competition, right? So they just won the Copa del Rey by beating Osuna 2-1. Um, they, the one goal they conceded to Osuna was a brilliant strike from, like, way out the box. After after a cross from one side went to the other side, <laughs> yeah, it's minus money, baby. Uh, That's so, money. yeah, so it, it went to – one side back to the middle and then and then through and uh ended up being minus 125 so uh sorry not minus 125 ended up tying the game and then Vinny jr uh got the got the lead and the ultimate winner at, at 2-1 uh so shout out real for securing a trophy this season because they're definitely not winning la liga so uh, you got what you got what you needed or do i need yeah, to fill you remember the the Last year in the semifinals, 2021-2022, uh, Man City jumped out in Manchester the first game. They won 4-3. Uh, Real Madrid had that incredible comeback, right, to win 3-1 in Madrid and advance uh, in extra time uh, on aggregate 6-5. Uh, these teams have actually uh, played each other nine times uh, in the last several seasons. Out of those nine me- meetings – uh, Real have won three, Manchester City have won four, and two of them have ended in a draw. Like Jermaine was talking about, um, Real's last five matches have not gone very well. Right? They have uh, won three and lost two, while Manchester City has rolled along. In their last five games, Manchester City has scored at least two goals and has not allowed more than one, all Premier League games, by the way. Um, and uh, is um, 5-0 and in those games. So uh, in terms of uh, points per game, uh, Real is, uh, is averaging 2.4 goals per game uh, in home matches in the Champions League this year. Manchester City uh, is averaging 2.33 points per game away both teams to score in their games a little betting nugget has happened 78 percent of the time now you know that's my favorite bet so actually i'm real upset because i was absentmindedly talking about the ucls last time and i picked chelsea and uh real for both teams to score and i actually wanted city versus who did city play in in the last round uh Bayern munich Bayern, that's the that's the game I wanted both teams to score. That's actually the game that both teams did score. <laughs> and I watched that game thinking I had that bet. And then I went to go check the head-to-head, and I was just like, oh, shit. I have uh, <laughs> I had Chelsea. Why did I? Right. I literally opened the podcast by saying fade Chelsea and then bet on Chelsea. So both teams to score. Um, I'll take that, Eric, at minus 175. 
I'll take the minus 125 Erling Holland anytime goal scorer. And uh, I actually, this is so interesting because I want to fade Real Madrid, but I feel like that's going to trap me. So I'll take the draw at plus 270. So I'm going to go the opposite of Jermaine. I, you, you can't count this Real team out. And I know it. these are the matches where we're saying Man City's been playing so great. I'm going to go uh, Real to win uh, at plus 220. I'm also going to take uh, both teams to score. And I love the Holland anytime goal scorer. Yeah, I think that's going to be one of my head-to-head picks. I, I, there, there is so, a little so that means he's not going to score, by the way, ladies. Yeah, <laughs> there is a little bit of revenge game here for last year, and, and Real Madrid is not going to be able to do what they did last year. Uh, against Man City. So, Eric, you well, seem to be circling something but not talking. Uh, Eric is Eric is saying tell us Man, what City, you're... Man City three to two is what he likes. Man City to win three to two. That's plus sixteen hundred. So you're taking that bet, Eric, the three two. So I would take that, so that next week I could take Real to actually win and advance because they only win in advance when they're cornered. Or coming from behind. <laughs> so I think they come from behind next week to win in advance. So I would take that right there, 3 2 at plus 1600. And then I will take um, Real Madrid plus 235 to advance. In Manchester. Okay. All right, You're plus- taking Real plus 235 to advance. I love it, dude. Hang on to that hate. Wow. It's, mot- it's motivation in the gym, bro. <laughs> and I'm also, I'm also, I'm also doing uh, Erling Haaland not to score. <laughs> I think that is possible, actually. Uh, you might have to find goals and then take under. Um, yeah, I just, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking anytime goal scorer from one of my head-to-head picks, so that, that's perfectly fine. So, um. Anyone got anything else on this? Do, do we not like any Real Madrid goal scorers? Kareem Benzema is an absolute ace in UCL. So what's the what's the under or what's the, what's the over under on here, Eric? That's a great question. Let's see. Oh, total so they have time total. Go to total goals regular time. Scroll down. Scroll down. Total goals regular time. I kind of like. Uh, Oh man, the under three and a half is minus two twenty five. I don't hate the under three and a half. Eric is pointing to the over four and a half based on his scoreline. That's plus four hundred. All right, take that head to head, Eric. You want me to put that in the head to head? <laughs> Yo, take it. Yeah. <laughs> no, my head to head record's been god awful lately. <laughs> You cannot hit. You there, cannot there go could, with an could, over four and a half. There could, there could be a bet that says the sky will be blue tomorrow, and I'll wake up <laughs> and the bitch will be red for some reason. That's pretty funny. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll head to the other matchup here. AC Milan plays Inter Milan. Obviously, Serie A uh, rivals. Uh, they have played each other four times in the UCL, though. Uh, once in the semifinals in 2002, 2003. Uh, with Milan winning 1-1 on away goals. Uh, and w- and once again, the the, uh, the year after that, or the two years after that, 2004-2005, in the quarterfinals, in which Milan won 
uh, five to zero, and it wasn't close. However, since they are uh, Serie A competitors, they played each other twice in Serie A this year. Uh, Inter Milan won three zero in uh, the first derby, and then they won one zero in February uh, in the in the uh, second derby. Uh, the last thirty four times these teams have met. AC Milan have won eight matches. Inter Milan have won 18 and eight have ended in a draw. So Milan is just as likely to win as to draw the match. Uh, Their last five matches, uh, AC Milan uh, has been pretty disappointing. They're uh, two wins and three draws. Uh, Inter Milan, on the other hand, has not been disappointing. They are five and oh, they have only allowed one goal in their last five games. Uh, in the uh, in the, the previous matches between AC Milan have averaged two and a half goals and both teams to score has only happened 44% of the time. Based on that, I mean, Inter Milan at 150, I'll take that right off the bat. Yeah, uh, I, I will submit uh, my Eden Dzeko anytime scorer at plus 240. Um I just I like to bang that drum. I think I, I think very highly of him as, as an individual. Also, I'm looking right here at Olivier Giroud plus two sixty. If you I would probably wait to find out if he starts, but Olivier Giroud, he's he's been quiet as far as my radar goes lately. And Most that means what was that? Most clutch player of all time. <laughs> Olivier Giroud, come on now. That's Ronaldo. Don't do my man like Headband. that. Headband. Headband Giroux. <laughs> All right. Headband Giroux and Ronaldo. Uh, I give that's real close. Headband Giroux is a legend. <laughs> like, the, you could write a comic book about him. The three most dangerous seasons in soccer are Erling Holland off a of bounce, Giroud with the headband, and Ronaldo when the fans tease him. That's the three most dangerous strikers in the world, right there, because they're guaranteed to score a goal. Bro, do, do not. Put Ronaldo down and allow him extra time. <laughs> do not mess with goats. How often do we have to say it? I don't understand. Dylan Brooks doesn't have a job now because of it. <laughs> uh, honestly, this one's fascinating. I was looking at the no goal score, right? So I know I just submitted Eden Jekko and Olivier Giroud as anytime goal scorers. But the no goal scorer at plus 800, and I wonder – can you potentially, Eric, I don't know if you can, but can you parlay no goal scorer with a draw? Eric, make sure you choose uh, any time goal scorer or no goal scorer. Or do, yeah, last, do last score or no goal scorer. <laughs> I don't know why they have three options. for it. It's in that list, Eric. So if you go, go right oh, wow. to where Olivier oh, Giroud right. is and go down to – no goal score yet. <laughs> They're all the same odds. Cannot. Oh, you sons of bitches. Well, look, I don't know. I, I'm not taking that, but uh, if, I if feel like one of these two games is drawing. Very interesting. What was that? If your book can do it, that's very interesting. 100%. One of these two games is finishing in a draw. I don't know why I feel it in my balls and I'll be wrong when we talk about this next week, but that'll be, that's just, that'll be behind me, bro. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you have to realize 
the the past has already happened, and your choice is the future. Free will is not the past. The past happened. Free will is only the future. So just live in the present. I guess that's that's some sagely shit, bro. What you talking about? Everyone's always worried about the past, and that's what dictates their future decisions. And then no one, everyone's miserable in the present. If you just Which, man, you live, want, live by my shit. Yeah, what's you up? want me to write down draw for you, right? Like that, you want me to count that for next week, or are you just saying that's what you feel in your nuts, but you're not going to put it down on paper? I already have one draw on the other game, so I'm not going to do a. Actually, give me a draw on this one. Fuck it, plus two twenty. Why not? I don't think either of these teams is particularly. Uh, that great. I think that the win- the winner of this matchup will lose the next round. So most likely, whoever wins this will win it all. <laughs> trying to find you a no goal scorer, but I can't find it on here, unfortunately, on the same game parlays. Oh, no goal scorer? Yeah. Yeah, th- I don't think they would give me a draw and no goal scorer because that the odds would just be infinitely boosted so- right there. Oh, that's lame. What you, happened? Oh, the DraftKings won't let you build that into a parlay. So I was I was taking zero zero and then trying to take the draw, uh, but it, it it wouldn't work. You know what they should do, and you know we'll have to say a hey, uh, you bill us when you still are a DIA DraftKings, but right. they should p- charge people a membership, like. And have you can have levels to it, right? There's levels to the shit. To the membership, and if you pay for a high enough membership, you can parlay whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Now that's now that's recurring income from a business perspective, right? And then that allows betters who are crazy enough uh, the ability to cook up whatever their wildest dreams can imagine, and rich enough too. Yeah, I mean, sure. Everyone lives with, out of their means in the world anyway, so. Right. Here's looking at everyone in D.C. And then, Eric, <laughs> what, does, what, does a, what does a Real Madrid uh, Inter Milan uh, parlay pay me? Uh, just money line them? Yeah, just money line them. Oops. And Milan. Oh, you said Inter? Inter... Plus seven hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in as well. Wow. Submit that for your head to head pick, Nick. Okay. <laughs> That'll put it right now. They both play tomorrow or, or is it no, one day one tomorrow? tomorrow? One plays Wednesday. All right, perfect. Both uh twelve PM start times, perfect. Correct. I'm going to be in and out of the office tomorrow so I can be back for lunch to watch that. And then just be, just to be mad at Paramount Plus for not loading on my television. Yeah, <laughs> we hear it every it's, – it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> I don't know why. It just doesn't load on the television. I, I cannot wrap my head around it, dude. I just – the yeah, congratulations. You've won Paramount Plus. All right, so any other UCL talk? Any of you boys bold enough to declare a winner of this contest? 
right now. You got four teams left. It's going to be Man City. One of the Italian teams wins. <laughs> yeah. No, no, hear me out. Hear me out. The last time Argentina won the World Cup, Inter Milan, <laughs> no, Napoli won the Scudetto. Inter went to Inter won Champions League, AC won Europa League, and Fiorentina won whatever nonsense league they're in. Uh, whatever like the inner league tournament is, like you know, we have the FA Cup in England, whatever that one is for Italy. And all four teams Argentina won the World Cup. Italia. Yeah, the Copa Italia, there we go. Fiorentina's in the semifinal for that. Um Argentina won the World Cup. Inter in and AC Milan are in the Champions League final. So I think it means only the Europa League is the one that's not going to get repeated. But I think we're repeating history and one of these Italian teams. I have to go back and look who I will. I'll bet it right now. I'll lock it in. Let let me just find out what team it was that won when Argentina won the last World Cup, and I'll put that team to win it. What was it, 88? Uh, That's a great question. I thought it was earlier than that with Maradona, right? 1986. 86, yeah. All right, so 86 Champions League winner. Maybe the European Cup. Wait, Damn, it wasn't even the Champions League at that time. Uh-uh. Yeah, this is this this argument's getting flimsy. I love it though. We we remember that NCAA parlay we built <laughs> based on the yeah. on the like 15 years before. Yeah, a, a team from Romania won it. Yeah, it wasn't. I gotta, yeah, I got yeah, it's uh S F F C S B. I don't know. I don't even know if they're still a team, but I'll go look up this. That stat sounds and like bring a club back. I was a part of in Diego Garcia. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Juventus won the 1985 European Cup. Maybe that's what it was. That doesn't I don't know. Let, let, me, let me go back and find it. Yeah, because Juventus isn't in anything, but let me go back and find this uh, article I read. It's like history's repeating itself. <laughs> Eric, did you write like, this article? No, 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 no. Look, look, you ain't got to find the article. Just lock it in. Who you got lock winning? Pick oh, your Italian team to win. Who, who, inner or AC? I'll go AC. No! <laughs> That's the worst of the two. <laughs> I'll go AC. Oh, boy. That's a doozy. What are the odds? To win it all. Yeah, I want to know this now. Uh, so... Oh, you're not sharing anymore. Hold on, let me see. I can that's, pull it up. That's though. fine. No, just just tell us. You don't have to share it. Team futures. Oh, they're to both win. plus seven hundred. Yeah, they're both plus seven hundred. Real's plus three fifty. Well, Man City's minus one sixty five. Put a thousand dollars on it. No, I'm not putting a thousand dollars on it. So, 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 speaking of a thousand dollars, Nick, I hit up Nick. What was it? It was like the first or second week of April, right? Yeah. And I sent Nick on this mission because we couldn't find it anywhere. I was searching for it, so I was just like, "Let me tag, let me tag in my tag team partner, and we'll figure it out, bro." God bless the Hardy Boys. Uh, so we went in full search mode for Manchester United not to finish in the top four. Couldn't find a- it. Apparently, you can't 
find that bet anywhere. And, and apparently you can't email DraftKings either and get them to – normally you can email books. I know you yes. can email five dimes and get them to give you odds on a bet. Five dimes is like, you want this bet? Hold on, we're going to go generate some odds. We'll take your money, you fucking bum. But then no, they, they got freaking turned around. Dude, I bet they worked in cubicles. And they're like, hey, what do you think – what do you think, man? What do you think the odds would be on this? Bro, it's just some dude just making up numbers in a cubicle. Like, it's like, great question. 1,500. I would love to have that job, bro. Oh, that's so ridiculous. Wait, are we, are we waiting on Eric to look something up still or no? Correction. I apologize. I don't know how the fuck I got Argentina into this mix. Uh, it has nothing to do with Argentina. It's how it's the last time Napoli won 1990 when Napoli won the Scudetto. So let's see who won 1990. What is the Scudetto? Is that what they call the Serie A title? Yeah. What does Scudetto mean? Eric's wrong, probably. I don't know. How do you spell oh, it? Oh, the champion was AC Milan in 1990. So it's AC Milan, Fiorentina, um, Juventus, which is in the Europa League, and uh, the Scudetto, which has already been claimed by Napoli. So everything's on track to finish like it did in 1990. I do not know where I got Argentina from from that. I finally found the, the article, but yeah, it's... Uh, AC Milan, you locked it in. Plus 700. Yes, Put some money on it, dude. I mean, we'll talk post-show. So that's a no. <laughs> I want to know how you got Argentina in this bad boy, bro. I have no idea, dude. Maybe ladies who had similar colors to the Argentinian uniform when they won the World Cup. No, nope. I don't Germany know. That's... Won in 1990. No, I'm saying similar to the Argentina uniform. That's what it was. Won... A bunch of Germans went to Argentina <laughs> after World War II. That's your connection, Eric. There it is. There it is. <laughs> just, just a long way around. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, public service announcement. Uh, dyslexia is a very real thing. If it remains untreated, it can affect your life. So please take it serious and seek help. Yeah. Like picking the winner but not betting on it. That's how it affects you. <laughs> All right. You guys, you got, you boys got anything else for uh, UCL coverage? Nothing for me. No, sir. Awesome. I just found out that uh, I should have got a trackpad instead of a mouse. But, you know, sometimes you just pay for things. You don't realize in the, in the heat of it. You just, you just got to deal with the crisis you're dealt. Uh, all right. Let's not get too heavy-handed and heavy-winded into these uh, NHL and NBA playoff series. But I will go ahead and present a few things for – us to look at and then uh we'll just just discuss one off and then we'll we'll keep pushing so um golden knights are currently up 4-1 on the edmonton oilers uh it's just 350 left in the second how do you guys see that series closing out i think the knights so good job knights Knights. yeah Uh, i'm i'm coupled to three of the hardest teams to root for right now the New Jersey Devils, the Maple Leafs, the Oilers, and the Kraken. Uh, for some reason, I've become the champion of the underdog in the NHL. And uh, I've been doing pretty well uh, season-wise. Uh, but right now in the playoffs, uh, I'd be hard-pressed to tell you that 
each of those teams is advancing. In fact, it's probably none of those teams are advancing. The Kraken looking like the best option out of it. I do want to make that point on the Kraken. You remember when Golden, Nick, you remember when Vegas was making that run in, in their first season and they ended up in the Stanley Cup Finals? And we just kept saying, like, everyone, every team they played, we just said, no, no, they're going to lose. The Golden Knights, it's a nice story. It's a nice story. It's a nice story. Right. And then finally it was more than just a nice story. It was the story. Right. How do you feel about me declaring the Kraken just like that? No, I don't like it. <laughs> Why? It's their second. It's their second season. Who cares anymore? It's not. It's not magical. And this has no bias because they beat the ass. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I figured that was coming. But uh, first of all, surprise. What's the? What's a bigger surprise? The Carolina Hurricanes or the Florida Panthers? Uh, the Florida Panthers won the President's Trophy last year. Uh, so I'd say the Carolina Hurricanes still performing. I picked the Devils to win this series. So the Carolina Hurricanes still performing, even though two of their best players are out. That's a surprise. It wasn't the Hurricanes who won the, the President's Trophy last year? Nope. It was the Panthers. Did the Hurricanes win a President's Trophy recently? No, they did not, huh? I'm I, don't just I, don't, I'm just... I don't even know if the, pre if, the, if the Hurricanes have ever won a President's Trophy, to be perfectly honest. Okay. No, I'm just 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 a curious a wondering on that one. Yeah, I I have to agree, man. Florida Panthers up 3-0. I, I it helps that Toronto's goalie gets hurt right in game three and right. completely kind of changes the momentum of that game. But uh you still had to capitalize, you still had to force OT. So um I, I, I think the leaves are done, right? You lose you lose an overtime like that, that's a that's a backbreaker. Yeah, that, that's one of those ego death blows where the confidence of the coach, of the team, of the organization, of the dude who sells hot dogs is shot. There is no one left believing. There is not a single soul. Uh, you saw it when they showed um, – so cor correct me if I'm wrong. Jurassic Park where, where the Toronto Raptors play, is that right next to the Toronto Maple Leafs the stadium? Might be. The, is it not the same place? Yeah, I think that courtyard area is the, the same. The same thing. When they pan to those Toronto Maple Leafs fans after that overtime winning goal, yeah. Wow, I do. I would hate to have. I would hate to be the kid burst on that night because somebody's getting knocked up, dude. And it's just out of sadness. <laughs> Shout out to Ronald Maple Leafs for at least getting rid of Nick's favorite stat. Yes, thank God. Is, thank God. So now we don't have to hear him church this up anymore. Uh, it was best time to bring it up is when he's not here to defend the stat. So uh, <laughs> the, the Toronto Maple Leafs have now had more first round win series wins than the Atlanta Thrashers <laughs> since. What was it? When did when are they when were they defunct? 2012. No, right? Is that well? That's they stopped being a franchise in 2011. 2011. 11. Okay, 
You were closer than I. I thought it was 2006. Either way, uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, shout out for winning out of the first round. But uh, when your four top dudes don't generate points, points, like you're not gonna, you're not gonna win. <laughs> so, um, it's so funny how teams that have won the President's Trophy play so much better when they don't have the President's Trophy. Because this Florida's Panthers team was trash last year in the playoffs. And I was just like, I'm dealt, I'm out on the Florida Panthers, and now they're proving me wrong. You guys got any other uh, talking points on these uh, NHL playoffs? Uh, I mean, it, it would be an incredible Maple Leafs thing to do to come back uh, from three down to win. They were the first team to do it, but that was when there were like six teams in the league. So we'll see. Wow. They were the first team to do it. Look, I agree with uh, – I'm going to steal what you said today. If they do come back 4-0. There's no way they're not winning a cup. That's it, bro. It's a wrap. Like, it, it, it's it's barbecue chicken. They're going straight to the cup. It's you're, You feel invincible at that point. You feel invincible. It's crazy. All right. If we have no other NHL talking points other than Dreisaitl is just an absolute savage. Um, bro, I, I, I know Connor McDavid's the dude, but sometimes I sit there and I'm like, yo, is Leon Dreisaitl better? <laughs> I, have, I have to ask that question sometimes. Uh, you know, but the, go ahead. Real quick, I, I, don't, I don't know if anybody can verify this for me, but what I'm reading here is the last Canadian team to win a Stanley Cup was the Canadians. The 1993 Canadians were the last Canadian team. That is correct. Yeah, that's why at the when we did that's why when we did the uh, NHL preview. Yeah, you picked you picked an all final. I picked an all Canadian final because because of that, right? So it's 30 years later. It's anniversary. I think Edmonton's fantastic. I thought Toronto was fantastic, (laughs) and. and here oh, I am with that. Thirty years and a Canadian team hasn't won a Stanley Cup Finals. Bunch of bumps. Yeah, they invented the sport and then we took it from them. Yeah, that means America's thirty and zero in the last thirty years. Pussies. Well, it, here's the thing: it, it's just poorly run organizations. It's not. The best players are still Canadian. <laughs> like there's. There's a 17-year-old with 143 points right now. <laughs> like, Yo, I just read they were the last team that was all North American-born players to win, too. Since 94, at least one foreign player, one non-North American player has been on a Stanley Cup final. That's crazy. Oh, yeah, like Russian, Swedish, Czech Republic. Yeah, you know, yeah okay, that, make, that makes sense. You know who You know who I've been having a blast watching this postseason? It's uh, Yamamoto. For the Edmonton Oilers? Oh, yeah. He's a good player. Bro, he's so undersized, and I just see him laying dudes out, bro. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> he be putting hits on people randomly. I'm like, yo, you cannot get knocked down by Yamamoto, bro. That's embarrassing. <laughs> All right, Eric, any thoughts on the NBA uh, NBA Finals postseason that's going on right now? Uh, No. All the second-round series are still pretty – pretty locked in the only one that's really taking a leap is the the heat are up three one on the knicks um 
Philly and uh, Boston are tied at 2-2. Denver and the Suns are tied at 2-2. Um, we are currently in the first quarter of game four for the Lakers and Warriors. The Lakers are up 2-1. So I fully expect this to get tied up at 2-2, which your dream will come true. It means more playoff basketball minus the Miami and Knicks. I think that ends next game. Yeah, so uh, first of all, Jimmy Butler is my favorite player, so I love the fact that he is he's just eating the league's ass like this. This is going to be – so he got to the finals in the bubble championship. Uh, they had a down year after that. Then they had the Eastern Conference finals run last year, and now it's looking almost guaranteed like it's going to be another Eastern Conference finals run. So love to see that hate to see a series end in five when you can get seven seven is the magic number game seven two best words in all of sports um that's why i root for chaos in the nhl as well like even if i want my team to win i still want it to go seven like uh maple leaves oilers Kraken, devils like i want them all to win but i want them to win in seven <laughs> so uh that's what i root for i always root for multiple games unless it's the bulls then it's sweep 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 sweet and the first ever to do it so that's the goal um jimmy butler and and devin booker have been absolutely outrageous this postseason um just taking over ball games and being elite uh jimmy jimmy butler bounced the milwaukee bucks which has now put the milwaukee bucks in an interesting purgatory that's also involved a news report I think Eric was the one who broke this to me, but Brian Windhorst broke the news. Uh, the Knicks are linked to a potential Giannis Antetokounmpo trade, which yeah, is – go ahead. Yeah, it was Brian Windhorst. I, and, I mean, you never know, but that guy has – he's called a lot of things right in the past. So, so of the – reporters he's what he's arguably the most trustworthy right he's all he does not report it unless there's legit validity to it i don't know if the knicks have the assets to 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 make that come to fruition but my goodness Giannis and the big apple would be something special him and Jalen brunson would be something special um for i want to shout out the denver nuggets and the phoenix suns it's the best series in the second round right now, and it's the least uh, series that anyone is talking about, right? There's LeBron versus Steph, so obviously that one's going to trump all. That's that's a matchup that's defined the last decade of, of basketball. And, uh, you know, you have Heat-Knicks. The Heat-Knicks have a long-storied history, including uh, a series where the Knicks had so many players suspended. They had to stagger the su- suspensions between Game 6 and Game 7. Uh, because so many people were suspended and they did it alphabetically because so many players were suspended, right? So that was a heat Knicks series. Uh, so to see them get nitty gritty in game three, really kind of, kind of opened the flood, the memory floodgates. So that was super awesome. Uh, and then last but not least, you have the Celtics versus Sixers. Look, when those two teams are healthy, they deliver 
instant classic playoff series. James Harden is literally in get the proverbial monkey off my back mode right now. He's laid two stinkers, but he has won two games for the Philadelphia 76ers and has dropped 40 in both those games. The Boston Celtics have got to be sick with themselves for having a coach that doesn't use timeouts, for having a team that decides to run the clock all the way down before initiating their offense. Uh, they miss rotations. It's boneheaded turnover after boneheaded turnover. And Jalen Brown starts every single game red fucking hot. And the Celtics just forget he exists on their team. And they put him in a corner and they run their offense for everyone else but Jalen Brown. I understand he has arguably the worst handles in the league. This is a hill I've been dying on for for 24 months now. Eric is literally upset every time that dude dribbles now because I pointed it out and it's just tainted tainted what it is. I think what was the stat that I gave you, Eric? It was it was 25 assists to 22 turnovers in yep. the in, in the first uh, three games in the yep. Philly Sixers series. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awful. <laughs> that is, in case you don't know basketball, that's awful. <laughs> like, so, so just real quick, while you're talking about the Sixers Celtics, th- this is the only thing I want to interject here. When you talk about MVP and basketball, I've watched the entire Nuggets series and I've watched the entire Sixers Celtics series, and I understand the importance of both Jokic and Joel to their team. But what Joel does on the defensive end is absolutely insane. He alters entire plays. He alters entire offensive schemes. That's why he's the MVP. Out, Joe Kitch is probably better, well, like more well-rounded on the offensive side, but what JoJo does on the defensive side, I think is what made the difference as to why he's the MVP. Um, it's just crazy to see, man. He has like at least like 10, 15 plays a game where it's like that would have been a scoring opportunity if there was any other center in the paint there. Yeah, I, I agree with those sentiments. I love watching Joel Embiid play defense. He he is a complete and utter disruptor of that side of the ball. It's awesome to watch. Yeah, and a lot of people seem to be forgetting this about a lot of these players. Jimmy Butler's hurt. Julius Randle's hurt. Jalen Brunson's hurt. Joel Embiid was hurt. And he still put up 34, 13, and 4. Right? Everyone's crowning Jokic as they should be. Jokic is the best player in the league right now uh, because of how he can uh, – his IQ is LeBron-esque and allows him to know what his team needs to dominate the game, right? Yeah. And that that is why I think Jokic is the best. He stinks at defense. And he jumps like a foot off the ground. But he has the most unbelievable touch in the paint where he hits just outrageous, ridiculous shots regularly. Yeah. Where, where you're like – and it doesn't hit rim. Jokic doesn't hit rim. I'm glad he's not suspended. We, we should probably talk about that. Nick, did you see that Matt Ishbia fucking situation? The owner of the Suns uh, and the Jokic. He grabbed the ball or something, right? Yeah, tried to get it back and he wouldn't give it back or something. (laughs) Yeah, so the owner of the Suns wouldn't give it back, and Jokic caused a kerfuffle. The whole thing is rich people think they can do anything, dude. 
Yeah, and here's the thing. If I gave you one guess as to what college he played hoops at and won a championship with, it was not a North Carolina college. Uh, what college would you pick? Crichton. Crichton? Yes. They haven't won in forever, dog. It was Michigan State. Oh. That was such a Michigan State move. Look, Draymond, Draymond Green and Jaron Jackson Jr. are Michigan State products, right? That Matt Ishbia technique, come on now. <laughs> that's that's the most Michigan State shit I've ever seen. Glad Jokic is suspended. That's long story short. And this is a PSA to all the listeners. Please tune into game five of the Phoenix series versus the Denver Nuggets. There is the potential that Phoenix gets blown out because their bench doesn't put up 40 points on the road in Denver. But what Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and Nikola Jokic are doing right now, as far as NBA efficiency, is crazy. Devin Booker is over 50% from three. He's over 64% from two. Sorry, he's over 64% total from the field. The last two games in Phoenix, Devin Booker was 32 for 40 from the field. He missed eight shots in, in two games. Devin Booker scored over 40 points and only took two free throws. And that's because at the end of the game, the Nuggets fouled him to send him to the free throw line. So Devin Booker is playing lights out. I love the prisoner in a moment takes that Devin Booker is the best shooting guard in the league, that Devin Booker is, is this, that, and the other, although we're discrediting Jimmy Butler for whatever reason, uh, as, as if we already forgot what Jimmy Butler did in the first round versus the Bucks. So uh, it's very interesting. The playoffs have, have been – a little hit or miss, in my opinion, as far as the NBA product goes. A uh, lot of blowouts, and that's just kind of how it goes. You, you come in back to back to, to get those decisions, but uh, so far every series has had at least two very good, very close games, and that's about all you can ask for. Uh, NHL postseason continues to be a hit, outstanding stuff. You never know who's winning. Uh, the regular season almost always has no bearing on the NHL postseason. Uh, it's almost like you need to take a final snapshot of the final 20 games after everyone's, you know, everyone's returning from injury. Trades are now settling in. Uh, coaches know what they have. And that's almost how you should approach the NHL postseason. Uh, the NBA is quickly approaching. Uh, this season, like we had said before, one through eight are all represented in the second round. And it's looking like an eight seed is going to make the Eastern Conference Finals. There is the possibility that a seven seed can make the Western Conference Finals. So this postseason is everything you could hope for and more from the drama perspective. And uh, I think that's all I got. You guys got anything else for the tens and tens? No, I mean, I, I think no. you're right. Like, that's like it, – it's it's kind of gone back and forth between blowouts and the NBA pro season. Uh, it has been good games, though. So, at least at least it's not like blowouts, four straight games. Like you said, game seven is the best uh, best word in sports. So, be fun to watch. Yeah, the, the NBA has delivered a lot of awesome games, a lot of awesome moments from the players. But it also has, you know, 127-100 Warriors – uh, the uh, that that one I remember because it's a nice easy number to remember when someone scores a hundred, but the the Lakers um, the the Celtics beat the Sixers both.
times by double digits. Uh, the Sixers won. Uh, anyways, it doesn't matter. But there are a lot of double-digit victories, a lot of not, lot, not close affairs. But uh, uh, that's all we got. So thank you for joining us. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Podcast Room 3 and YouTube at Podcast Room 303. Uh, we've got some new exciting news that we're looking to start making announcements for coming up, dealing with some of the changes that we're going to be going under as a, a Room 303 brand. Uh, so stay on board for that. Um, we'll probably start, we'll probably make the announcement on episode 200. It's looking like episode 200 is going to be the, uh, either the last episode in May or the first episode in June. And, uh, at that time, we'll let you know where everything's going, where everything's headed and how things are going to change. Uh, until then keep it locked here. And like I said, follow us. We'll see you next time when you come on down and I don't have it ready. Step into the room. <laughs>